Hi, and welcome to episode 9 of Nature Spot. In fact, had I not forgotten to press uh, publish last week, uh, this could have been episode 10. So I can't quite believe we're already on episode 9. Thank you so much for listening and interacting on Instagram. Uh, It's so lovely to see what you're all up to, how you connect with uh, nature and how much you love it wherever you are. Today I want to talk about forest bathing or Shirinyoku, which is its Japanese name and that's where the concept originated in the 1980s or at least where the practice was first formally named. But you know, I have a feeling that this is something that humans have been doing for millennia and perhaps just forgotten how good it is, so we had to rediscover it. So what is it? Well... As I mentioned, it's a practice that originated in Japan in the 80s, which describes the practice of very mindful and prolonged nature connection in forests, but also in nature more generally. And despite the translation to English, it does not require you to get wet, but rather to fully immerse yourself in the sights, sounds, smells, textures, and other sensations experienced during a long and mindful noticing journey into the forest or park or other nature spot, wherever you can access really, and somewhere you can take the time to be with no agenda, no other purpose, not to walk the dog or the kids or get your daily steps in, not to take photos for your blog or insta feed or record audio for your podcast, the bathing is just about being. While reading about it, I realise that this is something I naturally do, as I mentioned, and have done on many occasions when feeling super stressed. There is a nature reserve near my work, as I mentioned, and in fact, it's one of the places I did one of my July 6 spots recently, um, where, in fact, for years now, I've gone on the days when things have frankly gotten too much. And it's restored me, not just to the point where I can have a conversation without growling at people afterwards, but to a point of actual light-hearted joy and deep-felt peace. And it seems that the result of numerous studies reflect my experience too. So Grow Wild, which gives a five-step guide on how you can start practicing shirin yoku as well, mentions numerous studies in Japan and South Korea which have shown the health benefits of this practice, All studies have shown reductions in uh, stress, anger, anxiety, depression and sleeplessness in the people who participated after as little as 15 minutes. And while the ideal length of time to practice and feel the most benefit seems to be anywhere between two and three hours, as my own experience shows too, even shorter spells of being among the trees in a fully present and immersed way is hugely healing too. So, leave your phone off, take no pictures, no talking to whomever you're with. Just wonder where your feet take you, take in your surroundings, touch, look closely, smell. Smell the air, the trees, look at the plants, insects, wildlife. Touch everything, whatever's around you. Look at the clouds through the tree canopy as you lie beneath it if that's your bag or sit on a bench with your shoes and socks off and connect with the earth. Listen to the bird song. Look at whatever's in your field of vision and simply close your eyes and listen for as long as you can. 
so why do it? A 2018 report found that the average UK office worker, of which I am one, spends just 15 minutes a day outdoors, uh, aside from any commute you might have to and from work. And another study reported in the same year found that young children spend twice as long looking at screens than playing outside. Both those things to me are so, so sad. We know about the health benefits of nature. You know, how good it makes us feel, how good it is it, it is for our bodies to be outside and moving and, you know, that's why forest schools are a thing and why various types of outdoor activity, such as forest bathing actually now, are being prescribed by some doctors instead of the pharmaceuticals that they might otherwise perhaps have prescribed in the past. The other important reason is to get us more connected with the nature around us. By being connected and getting to know these beautiful and life-supporting spaces, we might come to care for them uh, in ways that we had not cared before. I've spoken to several people over lockdown and as we emerge from lockdown that say that their relationships to nature, uh, the places near where they live, have changed significantly um, You know, over that time. and at a time when the planet is undergoing extinctions, unprecedented habitat loss, climate change, vast pollution events, perhaps if we care enough we will do what we can to halt the damage, from picking up our litter to signing petitions against deforestation or eating differently to avoid land conversion. Um, you know, there are so many things that we can do and I feel um, and have seen in myself that if I care about something, you know, really care, really understand its value, uh, obviously I'm more likely to do something if I feel that thing's in danger. And one of the ways to care about a thing is to be with it, in it, observe its beauty. Uh, and yeah, if we must, observe its benefits to us. So. We can have several episodes on each of the subjects I touched on above, which of course affect nature and therefore us. But for now, I would just encourage everyone to try forest bathing, that deep, long and mindful nature connection, and see how great you feel when you do. So that was forest bathing. It really is a wonderful experience and I can't recommend it highly enough. If you have a woodland or forest nearby, connect with it. They're wonderful places where you can see and hear wildlife you won't see in your garden or local park, where you'll encounter smells like that of the earthy, woody forest floor that you won't come across elsewhere. And if you haven't got a forest or woodland, find your nearest green space or beach and be with it. It will only do you good. To find out more, check out uh, these two websites for the basics. So first of all is growwilduk.com uh, with those five steps on how to start practicing. And um, also check out The Guardian, uh, search for forest bathing. It has two great articles to get you started. They're a few years old now, but um, they're well worth the read. And if you want a guided experience, there are also organisations that offer those which can easily be found via a web search.
If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And please get in touch via the Anchor voicemail or on at Nature Spot Podcast on Instagram. I would particularly love to know if you've ever tried forest bathing or are tempted to try after this episode. And I'd also, as ever, love to hear about the ways in which you connect with nature and what it means to you. Thanks again for listening. You can hear episode 10 right here next Saturday afternoon. Thank you.